Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe Podcast, and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. That means it's time for Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. We're recording Monday night. We got some uh, refreshments in front of us here for those watching on YouTube. And I think we're in a better better mood than normal, Bill. Much better place. <laughs> we're going to step in and stay a while. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Okay. We've all done yeah. that a time oh, yeah. or two. Once you know? or twice. Uh, we have uh, with us tonight a lovely, uh, a lovely bourbon, uh, mm-hmm. if you will, a whiskey. Uh, it's a whiskey, it ain't. Yeah. <laughs> my, my my friend John Daniels said it over with John, love. John yeah, from, Daniels, you know from, him well from Tennessee. I absolutely do. Yes, yes. Tennessee, oh. a free state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, <laughs> man alive. Imagine that. What a concept. Well, Bill, you we just recorded our Facebook Live show, and uh, you just getting here from a long commute from where L.A. or City? L.A.X. area, Culver oh. City, Inglewood. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's God's country down there. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah. Um, Just uh, work related, right? I'm sure. Yes, sir. Very good. Very good. I'm out, you know, I'm serving the public. I'm doing what I can to protect life, limb and property. And, you know, (laughs) I mean, I made it through another day, you know? Yeah. It was touch and go. I worked with my buddy, Phil, again today. Phil, great guy, former captain, LAPD. Love it. We had a, we had a fun trip. Uh, Things got dicey towards the end because uh, I kind of fucked something up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we were able to unfuck it before the boss found out. That's good. And um, God, man, I owe Phil a lots of I feel lots of booze <laughs> because it could have been absolutely catastrophic. Well, that's good. That is a uh, very very good to hear. Um, what are partners for? You know, got to have a good man in the foxhole next yeah. to you sometimes. Right. If I could have used this about three hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Well, well, Bill, how was it's uh, Monday night? How was your weekend, man? It's dog shit. Oh no! Complete. It started out fantastic. Okay. It started out like you know, like um, Shangri La. Okay. <laughs> and it turned to absolute runny, smelly dog shit towards the end. Mm. It was bad. Sorry to it hear. It was bad, and it was bizarre i'm not going to go into any specifics the person out there who knows they know who they are that made it so fucked up oh and they need to really really uh it's a public service announcement they really need to get in touch with who the fuck they are Mm. and what kind of bullshit they pulled wow and um come to grips with the fact that um what they did was complete and utter um, ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. So it started off as a good week. So, what's the lesson here? What is the lesson? The lesson of- is, uh, to be quite blunt, if it's too good to be true, uh, it probably isn't. Or probably, you know? it probably is. Is not. Is not true. If it's oh, too it's good true. to be true. Got it. It, it, it. At some point in time, 
probably sooner than later, it's going to just blow up in your face like a, like a hand grenade. I've never, um, yeah, I mean, I've heard that statement a time or two, mm-hmm. but I've never really had any big experiences with it. Oh, well, um, I have not, I've had experiences at, at, at some level of it, but um, it was, it was, it was, it was absolutely um, mind boggling. Hmm. Well, uh, it's a, it's a new day. Live and learn. I'm breathing. I'm alive. That's it. You know, that's it, man. I'm, I'm drinking cocktails at six o'clock at night on a Monday night with uh, other uh, guys working. Other great. Guys let them not having to deal with this. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm yeah. So we're going to do this show tonight until a, we're done talking or B I pass out. <laughs> so whatever we can get to first, I'm, curious. I'm, 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 I'm game. Okay. Right. I like it. I like it. Well, we will. Margie, I have to apologize. I'm not wearing one of the t-shirts you sent me. It was a work day today. I had to rush here. It was, it was chilly, rainy, ugly dog shit this morning. So I had to dress a little warmly. So the t-shirt will come in next week. I p- promise you. In fact, I want you to text me, uh, text the show, text me, text Matt, text the man on the moon. I don't care how you get it to us. Let me know which one of the ones you sent me you want me to wear, and I'll wear it. Oh, take a request. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Why not? Right. Yeah. I mean, all what right. else can happen? No, 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 absolutely. Okay, we have a couple questions. Let's get right to those. Start oh, off the oh, show. I, I wasn't even briefed on them. Uh, you weren't, because I oh, kind of wanted an Christ. instant reaction. Okay, here. let's go. Uh, first off, um, this is for, again from Captain Maynard Bohorquez, our West Point graduate. Captain, good Cap- evening to you, sir. <laughs> Captain, Captain, <Yeah>. Captain. <laughs> he says... As always, as how does he always start his comments to you? A question for, for Mr. Mr. Barnes. Barnes. Mr. Barnes. Okay. Okay. My sir, my soldiers mm-hmm. during our Iraq deployment mm-hmm. watched Sons of Anarchy during their downtime, mm-hmm. the motorcycle show. Yeah. Did you ever experience or deal with motorcycle clubs as a police officer? Uh, very much on the peripheral. There was a there was a bar and a nightclub in Riverside called the South Forty. With and they had, there was a pool hall next to it called Big Mamas. They had Sonny Barger, who was the president of the Hell's Angels. They had his birthday party there back in like 1986-87. Okay. And every biker in the world, it seemed like, rolled in there. And all we did, if hey, if you know, if the bear is not you know, growling, leave it alone. Because we didn't have enough cops in Riverside County yeah. to deal with an uproar if 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 you know, we kept all the, all the, all the, uh, all the shit magnet guys, the ones that would like to poke that used to like to poke the bear. We had them on the outskirts. We didn't let them come in and, 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 you know, create any, you know, drama. Yeah. So very much on the peripheral. I mean, we had, you know, the Vagos are a big uh, uh, outlaw gang here in Southern California. Um, the Hessians, the Vagos, the Hell's Angels. Um, what the is mo- it? The Mongols. What is it? I, I mean, we all see in the. They're a club. They're yeah, a club. It's a club. And they it's just club. drive around, go to bars. You know, I mean, they're about they're about helping kids and raising money and and doing things for uh, you know you know good causes. Huh. But they're a little rough around the edges, and you know they do their thing, and you know I'm I was by far, and I am not now any you know outlaw motorcycle gang expert at all. Trust me, I, I see them on the freeway when they fly their colors. And they roll about three or four deep and, you know, I hope they get to where they want to go in one piece and live to see another day. So it's kind of, you know, stay out of each Don't other's way. Don't fuck with them and they won't fuck with us. Okay. It's, and it's, that's, that's the way I used to do it. It's, it's amazing how 
that concept can go a long way mm-hmm. in a lot of aspects mm-hmm. of life, right? Right, right. Interesting. Well, thank you for so the question. Very, Anna. very, a very little bit. Now, I know that there are stories and, and Sons of Anarchy is based on, you know, this, that, and the other. Who knows? It's fiction. But, um, you know, I, I watched the show. I watched the several seasons of it. I thought it was a very entertaining show. Yeah, it was. And I, as I you could it. tell, um, these guys were into doing their business. Some of it legal, some of it not. And if, if you stay out of their way, they stay out of your way. They're not robbing liquor stores. Mm-mm. Okay. They're not knocking people. They're not, they're not going up to Asian people and knocking them out. They're leaving, you know, they respect other people, but they had a job to do. It was their business, whether they were running guns, you know, running, running auto parts or whatever they were doing or a legitimate deal. It was their business. They were not out to hurt anyone unless they fucked with them. Yeah. Leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I respect that. And, and, and out here, as far as, that type of activity. I mean, yeah, Riverside, that's kind of a pretty commonly known area for kind of. Well, you know, the Hell's Angels used to have their Southern California clubhouse in San Bernardino (laughs) was Oakland and San Bernardino. Wow. Yeah. Back way back in like in the 50s, 60s. That's crazy. Yeah. The Black Panther party, not that they're an outlaw motorcycle gang, but they, their clubhouse used to be in Riverside, California, man. You got, you guys in Riverside. Hey, homicide, (laughs) suicide, genocide, pesticide. (laughs) Riverside, baby. <laughs> if, it ha- if it won't, if it can't, if it's not going to happen here, it's not going to happen anywhere. That's true. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Well, good question, Maynard. Cause yeah, you never yeah. kind of know what that Absolutely. interaction was like. How were they when you had to deal with, were they kind of, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I ever stopped a biker in my career. Wow. No, okay. I, I just didn't go there. Okay. And not that I was afraid of it. I just, they weren't, they, they posed a, no, I wasn't that much of a, shit magnet to go and try to see you know what they had yeah i i had other things to do interesting yeah that's interesting well here was a question from our good friend todd carson um from up in uh weed california he sent us uh weed california that's where todd lives up there the oregon border pull them weeds todd yeah (laughs) don't smoke them just just pull them (laughs) so you remember this situation bill with uh, Joe West and Madison Baumgartner. Yes. How mm-hmm. uh, Madison Baumgartner threw a pitch he wanted. It was ball four. Mm-hmm. He lets out a loud F-bomb. Mm-hmm. Joe West takes his mask off, doesn't go out. He mm-hmm. stays behind the mount, and he just stares out mm-hmm. to Madison. Mm-hmm. Madison Baumgartner stares right mm-hmm. back, and mm-hmm. it's a staring contest mm-hmm. for a good 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd's comment was, I'd like you and Bill to go over the stare-down battle between Baumgartner and Joe West. Well, that was a good one. The best one I ever saw was Frank Robinson and Jim Wolfe. Oh, really? Yeah. Todd, if you're listening, which I know you are at some point in time, Google that one. Okay. Jim, uh, Frank Robinson and Jim Wolf had a one that, that made that pale in comparison. That was an outstanding stare down. Frank Robinson. Jim Wolf stare down. Stare off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When, when I think Frank was the manager, the, the, uh, the nationals and Jimmy was, was working the plate and they had a good one. Wow. Jim had some, uh, long locks of hair back then hey jim's jim's doing the lord work the wolf work the wolf man baby the wolf man baby absolutely that is great i'm looking yeah. at it right now he's he's staring over in the dugout yes yeah and they had a i mean it went for you know a good amount of time oh man they're not blinking no no this is three years. yeah he's what year was that like 2011 10 it's says, not important. Yes, says three, it wasn't three years ago because no. Frank's hasn't been managing. Frank's been dead for three years. Oh my goodness, this yeah. is crazy. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. 
staring. He's not putting the mask on. He's just glancing over there. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now he's going to walk out to a ball to the, uh, but but I think the, the the moral of the story is, and everybody has seen the the Joe West one, yeah. is that okay? There was a reaction, and Joe, we've talked about Joe West on this podcast almost weekly. You know, Joe is Joe. He's done it a long time, and he does things a little different at times. Joe is his own man. Joe does what he wants. Joe, I mean, yeah, it's it's, I mean. For, you know, for, it's like that old song, you know, when Joe comes on the field, he's got the whole wide world in his hands. I've got the whole world. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. It is That's hands. Joe when he, when he umpires the baseball game. Okay. He thinks that he has the whole wide world in his hands. There's a good thing to that though. Yeah, like that's, exactly. you know, Hey, your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got to look at it this way. Everything umpires do, everybody criticizes uh, when they respond or they overreact. Right. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, you got a pitcher who shouts, you know, shouts an expletive. And Joe just stepped aside and stared at him, basically letting him know, hey, what you just did is not well, okay. I think part of it, too, is he gave him time to, you know. Bring it. There was a science to it, is yeah. all I'm saying. There was a method to his madness. Yeah. He looked out and said, okay, lefty, we're going to take a little break here. I want you to simmer down, collect yourself, and start throwing, throwing strikes so I can get to bed tonight and get up and play golf in the morning. Because I asked Todd, and he said his take – Without having really done, excuse me, I'll get my own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, where's our waitresses? Unbelievable, Bill. <laughs> Bill. Man, I have this all set up for you. I mean, the guy, the guy gets fresh out of his car. He walks right upstairs. Lights are ready to go. Drinks went, are went, set up. I went right to makeup. I, I got the makeup. I uh, walked right in. The whole studio set up. We got ice. We got soda. We got booze. And I gotta, I gotta pour my own drink. <laughs> Man, you're you are a Hollywood diva. Wow. Unbelievable. Oh boy. You make the big money I do. You yeah, yeah you do make the big money. Yeah. I mean he, he not from this show, by the way. No, no, no. The the hey, you've hey, you've reaped benefits from doing the show. We're, we're smelling shit. It's, it's, a, it's a train wreck. Anyway. You have reaped benefits for yeah, I won't I got, go into I got, I got something that, that that would probably sink the Titanic as an iceberg here, but that's all right. I'll, we'll deal with it. Compensate Excuse me, folks, while I pour a drink. Oh, my goodness. Put a little whiskey in there. I did, for God's sake. Oh, okay. Anyway, go ahead. Where were we? Where were we? <laughs> Mad Bum and Joe. Mad Bum and Joe, yeah. We're, right. So, yeah, I think there was a method to the madness. And, and Todd's comment was, it looked to him like, in the end, Joe West intimidated Madison Baumgartner. I don't know. Well, he might have, as in, to the point where, you know, if I keep staring at him, I'm not going to get a strike the rest of the night. I'm going to have to center cut everything. I'm not going to get a corner. I'm not going to get the high pitch, low pitch. It's got to be, you know, yeah. belt high right down the, you know, right down the, you know what? Yeah. So maybe that, you know, and finally he backed him down, you know, Joe's an older man there, you know, believe it or not, there are, there are baseball players, professional baseball players actually respect some umpires, yeah. believe it or not. Oh, of course. No. And no. I think Joe deserves respect. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit he does, eh, but you know, he's earned that right at though. the end of the day. I think he's got the respect. Yeah. And you know, the, the guy that he threw out the other day on that foreign substance thing, uh, the manager of the Cardinals, he had no ill. You know, I mean, he, he praised Joe, yeah. you know, he said, Hey, the guy's doing his job. That's why he's been around for so long. And that's why he's so well, well thought of mm-hmm. it was the n- day after he broke the record. Yeah. He dumped. <laughs> I can't the, the, whoever the Cardinals manager is shits or Schlitz or something. I don't yeah. know. 
yeah, was whatever his name AAA is. Triple A while yeah, there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's sometimes, you know, umpires in trouble when hey, you shouldn't say anything. Okay, he didn't yeah, say yeah, anything. Booze in that, will you? That's what I'm saying, man. You think? What are we? What are we? What is this? A, uh, is a that- I don't even, I'm not even going to touch it. <laughs> Stay away from it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Live a little, live a little whiskey with your Coke, man. Um, so sometimes words, you know, words don't need to be said. Body no. language is everything no. too. I think yeah. the message was sent. I guess You're, I got a skirt with my glasses. You have a oh yeah. I got a skirt. Uh, okay. Don't, don't say I don't take, yeah, you know, I got I'm, it all covered up here. You know, I get, I get better service at the, at a, at a retirement home for God's sakes. Wow. But anyway. Well, you'll be there soon. Well, I, yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. So, anyway, so yeah, so anyway, there's some respect there. You know, Joe earned the respect. Mad Bum re- respected it. Got back on his game, and I'm sure they, you know, kissed and made up. Yeah, Joe West is going to be there for nine innings or however long the game is. Madison's not going to be there the whole game. And yeah, I haven't seen a guy unless he's gotten hurt or sick. I haven't seen an umpire get taken out of a game. Yeah, they usually go. They go. They usually go the full nine or twelve. And they they go the whole game. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not relieved. No. No, and uh, man, I've been in the field sometimes, and I've had to uh, use the restroom, and that's uh, difficult. You got to sprint uh, to the locker room or the nearest restroom. You know, you only got like two minutes. um, I think uh, Out West Sports and maybe uh, you know Honigs and uh, all those guys should come up with a a, 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 a umpire diaper. Oh boy, that's a little deep. I don't know, because I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. I think it's a bad idea. But hey, I understand it. Uh, Bill, one of the there's been some crazy things that happened in these baseball regionals. One thing that I did see the other day mm-hmm. is a pitch came in. It hit the umpire. It went, it was a fastball. It mm-hmm. went in his pocket, mm-hmm. in his pocket with runner. I mean, it wasn't a weird bounce. Lodge ball. Lodge ball in the umpire's mm-hmm. pocket. Lodge ball. Everybody moves up a base. Yeah. Dead ball. Yeah. Timeout. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sucks, but mm-hmm. hey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got me thinking about what is some of, because that's something you never see. Mm-hmm. What is something that's happened to you crazy like that on a field? Anything come to mind? Just a once in a lifetime, like how in the world did that just happen? Anything of that nature? Jeez, I think the craziest play, honest to God, we covered it, you know, a couple months ago, was that play in Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. That crazy play that could have ended the game. But it didn't. The appeal. The appeal and the celebration. You know, it won't count. It won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that was that was right up there. Um the oh man. Um well, okay. All right, here's the here's the craziest one that could have been could have got me on the map. All right. You they'd still be looking at it on YouTube today. Oh, we still okay. All right. You were there. You were at, you there. were working the press box. I that was game. I was. For those of you who haven't heard the story. I'll go back in time. Uh, it's 2013. Um, I am working the Fullerton Irvine series, big series, big games. I'm working with uh, two of the best in the league. Well, one of the best. <laughs> back to that. He would have to. He would have to come up with this, wouldn't he? Okay, I'm working with Jeff Hendricks and a, and a, another umpire that will be named later. So I'm working the plate. It's a Saturday night. The game. Okay. Let me take you back. It's a five o'clock start. Uh, it would have been, this is in 2013. I mean, it's a big game, big game. It's for the title, for the, for the Big West Conference. It's towards the end of the season. Um, I knew the game was on some type of like obscure Fox 
college network thing where 15 people, probably about as many people that watch us were going to watch that game. As we're walking in the tunnel, the, 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 um, the gal who's the technical, uh, she's the uh, technical advisor tells us who to look for when they, when they raise their hand and they point and we're able to resume play. She goes, Oh, and by the way, the angels had a day game today. You guys are on Fox sports West tonight. You're on the big Fox channel. You got bumped up. Kid. You got bumped. And I went, what? shit i'm going i wish you didn't wouldn't told me that yeah so then i'm bearing down i'm doing i'm doing a calling a really really good game it's close i mean i'm not hearing anything from anybody i mean things are going remarkably well um lorenzen what's Loren, what's lorenzen michael lorenzen michael, michael lorenzen he's now a pitcher for the cincinnati reds he's playing center field he comes in the top of the ninth to save the game to get a save for Fullerton against Irvine. Irvine gets runners at first and second. I think there's like. Uh, well, it had to be two outs. Two outs. Right? Yes. Oh, no. One. Ends up first and third, I think. Yeah. First and third. Two, two outs. Two outs. Okay. <laughs> and he's got this, this poor Irvine guy, you know, all fucked up in the batter's box. He doesn't know what to do. And Lorenzen so, throws about 97, 98. It, yeah, he's throwing gas. Yeah. Okay. He throws kind of a shitty pitch. And no, it's first and second at this time. Throws a shitty pitch. And the guy, he tries to, he he claims he got hit. He didn't. I kept him in the box. And Mike Gillespie, rest his soul, he knew it. He comes out, he goes, you know, Mike comes out, he goes, <laughs> all right, there's really nothing we can do about this right now, Bill, but God damn it. I want you to watch the replay tonight. You'll see that it hit the, the ball, hit him in the foot. I go, Mike had bounced behind his foot. Okay. I had dirt coming up. If there's dirt coming up, um, it's, it didn't hit his foot. Well, God damn it. We'll see later. So he goes back and he yells over to uh, the kid. He goes, hit the fastball, right? Next pitch is a fastball. The guy gets a base hit, base hit. And I think now it's now it's bases loaded, two outs. Okay. Okay. Nobody moves up because I kept yep. him there. Boom. Done. Yep. Over. Yep. You're right. Now it's bases loaded, two outs. He gets this right-handed hitter all tied up. It's 0-2. It's 0-2. And Lorenzen corks a curveball that's 15 feet outside. The dipshit swings at it. <laughs> the ball goes to the backstop. The the hitter puts the bat right on the plate. And runs to first base because it's now with two outs and uncaught third strike. You've got to record the out at first, right? (laughs) So they can't. They can't. Tying run scores. The kid from Irvine gets about that much of the plate when he scores, right? This much, right? And I'm going, holy shit. If they appeal the plate and I end the game, I'm 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 on every channel yeah and, and, cha- channel there and they is. probably have some good cameras to to show it too. yeah well he act he touched he got he did get a piece of the plate and i'm thinking to myself okay jackass this is where you, you make the big bucks what are you gonna do if they appeal it you're gonna call them out and you're gonna walk off the field and probably need you know the fullerton swat team to get you out of here <laughs> or are you gonna take the the high road and call them safe well they didn't appeal and they, the whole stands were screaming whole, everybody was screaming Appeal the plate. He didn't touch the plate. He didn't touch the plate. So I'm going, God damn, if it's that obvious, maybe I can get away with it. <laughs> but I took the high ride. I, 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 I made it 
up in my mind, okay, if they appeal, safe, we're continuing. Even though it was tied up and I knew I was going to be there a while. And my wife at the time was probably pissed because she's waiting for me at the, um, she's waiting for me over by the, uh, she was with some friends. She came to the game and she, she gave me the, she gave me the wave in the eighth inning that they were leaving. She's over at the, um, the uh, yard house in uh, Brea. And I, shit, I, as I look back on it now, I wish we'd have gone 36 innings and I could have avoided her, but you know, anyway, so uh, next guy up flies out inning over tied. Leadoff hitter in the bottom of the ninth was a guy named uh, Gonzalez. Carlos. Carlos Gonzalez. Lo- Carlos right? Lopez. Carlos Lopez. First baseman. He hits one. He hits one, and, they still, and they're still looking for it. No. I was the happiest guy on the face of the earth. He, as soon as he hit the plate, I'm walking off, and um, I get in the locker. And, and that, so that could have been crazy. It could have been. Okay, I'm giving you the could have been. So it's like, you know. I mean, yeah. So I get in the locker room and the first thing I want to do is just take everything off and get in the shower. I'm in the shower, lathered up. Dale Williams, our supervisor comes in. Bill, where are you, Bill? I want to give you a big hug. Great job. I'm naked in the shower. Dale, bless his heart, comes in. (laughs) I'm all lathered up and everything gives me a big hug. He gets lathered all over him. And I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, where am I? Folsom prison, (laughs) you know? And so Dale gives me the big hug and, you know, you know, we weren't supposed to have beer in the locker room, but we did. And so Jeff, Jeffy boy, Henrik brings me in a beer. It's been a great job and blah, blah, blah. Fantastic job. And, you know, the other guy that was there reluctantly told me I did a good job, even though I didn't want to. I guess yeah. you guess you did. My job, Bill, yeah. you know, so anyway, that was a, one of those crazy, crazy, stupid things that, you know, turned out. Time. You know, you took the high road and and you got blessed for it. I saw a ball. A guy went up in in Iowa and brought the ball back. We had uh, he he's on the ground and we got uh, runners and co- it was two basically it was two separate arguments on the field going on. Mm-hmm. Me and a coach, my partner and a coach, screaming at mm-hmm. each other at the same time, and uh, you know nowhere to go. That was kind of weird. But as far as a weird actual baseball weird thing. Um, a ball fell out of my bag when I was running to second base one time and rolled into a play mm-hmm. and everyone's mm-hmm. like, what ball is this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of funny. And just as a, 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 a epilogue on this story that at the plate meeting the next day, Rick Vanderhoek, and I got to stand up and do do the imitation of the way he said this. So I'm hoping the camera can get me. The camera will get you. Make sure you get the step into the mic. Okay, Rick, Rick Vanderhoek, you know, comes up. <laughs> Rick Vanderhoek. <laughs> got this much of the plate last night this much he touched it i watched the replay i said yeah rick absolutely (laughs) good as long as we got that square you weren't gonna call him out right i go no it's okay well all right because that's why we didn't appeal okay and rick you know he's retired yeah he just announced the former head coach cal state fullerton they are looking for a uh, a new coach there mm-hmm. you know arguably bill that was one of the best jobs in in on the west coast southern california i don't know who, where they're gonna go who do you think if you can speculate now that we're out of the circle we're out of the game who do you think would be a good fit at cal state fullerton mm, that's a great question um the last two coaches are We'll say in the area mm-hmm. in George Horton. He's mm-hmm. uh, George there. is happily retired, living in uh, in in, in uh, the wonderful world of Orange County. 
enjoying his grandkids, enjoying his daughter and his mm -hmm. son-in-law, who I used to work with. But yeah. I think I've told the story. You've told the story. Yeah. yeah. George, I don't. I think he's happy. I think he is. But you know what? Never know. You never know. You never know. I never think know. Uh, Dave Serrano, who left for Tennessee and is now back at uh, Cal State Northridge. I think he's going to stick to his commitment there. Yeah. What do you got here? Um, it's off his foot. Yeah. Off his ankle. Okay. Okay. I've got, uh, let's see. Um, Chad Baum is, I think, the head coach at Fullerton Junior College, a Cal State mm -hmm. Fullerton grad. Longtime assistant there. Been, been there a long time. Um, you always look to the local schools. There's no, there's no way uh, Orloff leaves Irvine. No. He's got way too no. good. He's, he's the best no. player they ever had no. there, and no. uh, he's a legend there. Yes. Long Beach, they just hired a guy in uh, Valenzuela. Valenzuela, he's staying. He's not going anywhere. No. Um, long shot. Long shot. I'm predicting long shot. Long shot. Um, he, I think he'd be a good fit there. Uh, he's, he's the uh, pitching coach, associate head coach at – at the University of Nevada, Reno, none other than Troy Buckley. You're right. He's uh, forgot he went up to Nevada yeah. to, to work yeah. with Bruce. Um, I, I think he'd be crazy to, to leave a good spot like that. Oh, yeah. I think Troy is a, is a great guy, very nice man, very fair. I think he would be good. I, I wouldn't. Okay. Um, but you got to think of someone with Southern California ties specifically. How about, how about Brett Boone? Brett Boone. Wow. I've, you don't think he's uh he's in San Diego now and he does a great podcast. <clears throat> he's a, he's a quasi broadcaster like us. Although he does, he gets better guests. What about Tim Wallach. I can see Tim, Tim Wallach, Tim Wallach. or uh, Mark Kotze. You think he's going to give up the third of uh, the uh, bench coat or third base coaching job at Oakland to come down? I don't, I don't. No. I'm just no. throwing out some no. of the names of uh, Phil Nevin. No. I mean, those guys are all, you know, in the professional Phil baseball. Nevin, no. no, he wouldn't last three innings. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking of former players and guys who have some coaching experience, um, but you also got to understand the college game a little bit too. Yeah, the college game is very it's different. It's very odd. different. It's, it's WWF sometimes. Well, yeah. I, you know, that's a great question. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they offered it to George again. I, I, I agree. The more and more I think about it, I'm like, I could see. Because he left, when he left to Oregon, that was an opportunity of a to lifetime. To make a shitload of money. To start and, a program and, from and scratch. And to, start a, and, and to start a program. Incredible facilities. Beautiful yeah. place up mm -hmm. there. And he had done all mm -hmm. he needed to do at Fullerton. Yeah. So I don't think there was any ill will there. I think when Serrano left for Tennessee, mm -hmm. there was there was a, an issue with fans and alumni like, dude what's your deal but he went there and mm -hmm. quite frankly never really did anything nope. Nope. um now tennessee's in the super regionals a few years after he's left so that's yeah. interesting mm -hmm. but um no i'm curious i mean if you got a socal guy going to the south south the, the um south the uh that conference that's a t that's a tough nut to crack mm -hmm. you know they think that we're all a bunch of hippie jackasses out here <laughs> so to be to be well received by the alumni etc when you're going to a uh, that conference is a challenge. Yeah, you got to prove yourself. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, Augie Garrido, he he did it. He went to Texas. Well, Augie, and, man, Augie was, you know, Augie could talk the pants off a nun. And probably <laughs> did once or twice. God bless him. So anyway, he's got it. He had his way about him. Oh boy, that's funny. Yeah, um, I'm curious who takes a Cal State Fuller in baseball uh, head coaching job because it's. Is there I, any big hard charging JC coaches or anybody that within the uh, D two ranks that could step in? Let's let's. I thought, well, what about someone like Eric Newman? 
I think I he's think, happy. Uh, I think Newman's real happy at San Diego. You see San yeah, Diego. I yeah, I think he's going to build that program down there. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I don't see any assistance anywhere. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. Here, here's an outside shot. He's the pitching coach for TCU. I think Kirk Sarlos, who was a one-time Cal State Fullerton uh, pitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he hasn't had a head coaching job yet. I think okay. they might look to him okay. or even someone like Teddy Silva, who I think is a pitching coach at. No, is he at LMU or Long Beach? Where is Ted Silva? Ted Silva was at Nebraska. He was in Nebraska. Maybe he's still. Okay. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Let's, let's, okay. Um, Mike, uh, uh, the guy that's at New Mexico State now. Mike Kirby. Mike Kirby. I mean, he just got his head coaching job at Okay. New you want to you be at New Mexico State or do you want to come back to Cal State Fullerton? True. And he was the interim when, when, when Hookie was in trouble, remember? Okay. I, I, you know what? He's my leading candidate. Right? Okay. See, that's why we had to talk it out. I'm yeah. glad we did. Yeah. Uh, he's my leading candidate. Yeah. I think Silva is at USC actually. Yes, he is. He's with, at USC. Uh, yes. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he has had quite a coaching career as mm-hmm. a pitching coach, very good pitching coach. And I, I think Kirk Charlos, who's been at TCU a long time, mm-hmm. he probably makes more at TCU as an assistant than a head coach would at Cal okay. State. Fullerton. I'm going with my man at New Mexico State. Mike, Mike Kirby. I yes. like it. He, yes. he's, a, he's a good guy, man. Great guy. Oh, man. I, we, we worked at series mm-hmm. at LMU when Nebraska was in town. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Me and you. And yes. uh, yeah, between Erstad yeah. and uh, <laughs> Ted Silva and yeah. Mike Kirby. What mm-hmm. a staff that was. Great staff. Yeah. Yeah. I and, could see. I could see Kirby. And Kirby talked about how it was interesting, how like if you're a head coach in Southern Cal or mm-hmm. an assistant coach in Southern California at, at these colleges, mm-hmm. people don't know who you are. You go to Nebraska, people know who you are exactly. everywhere you go. Yes. So it was a yes. different type of. Unless he's really rooted in, in Las Cruces, which it's easy to do because it's a great city. Yeah. Loved, I loved Las Cruces. I, I don't know if I, I'll tell the listeners who I, share, who I shared a wall with when I was down there. Um, in the hotel. Oh, what? I, I told you the story. Las Cruces. Las Cruces. Okay. Shared a wall. Anyway, unless let's all right. Unless uh, he's in, entrenched down there, which again maybe he is, he'd be my leading candidate. Okay. Here's the deal. Back in, I want to say 2015, 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there, I got sent to Las Cruces for a series. They're playing. Actually, a fun place to work. It is. Yeah. They're playing, State. Um, um, I think, um, um, I don't know, Pick a Texas school. Rio Grande or some okay. godforsaken place. And we had a Friday night game. And then the Saturday game was a day game. Should have been a night game, but there was a day game because Carrie Underwood was in town to do a concert. That's right. And so they bumped the game to a day game, which, you know, I like day games. Day games I was day. good with that. And then uh, I was there with Gim- Dave Gimby and uh, I can't remember the other guy. He was a form- former minor leaguer. He's not in the game. He's not in the game anymore. So <clears throat> we went out to dinner Saturday night and we stayed out, you know, a little late. And then I get to the hotel and I'm on the elevator and in comes Carrie Underwood with her entourage. She had two big giant guys with her and her assistant, some lady, they get on the elevator with me. And I recognized her and I gave her a nod and I said, uh, St. Louis blues. All right. Cause their old man played for them. Oh, he did at the time. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he was with the blues. Mike Fisher. Yes. And they were in Anaheim playing the ducks. Oh, and she goes, yeah, I just flew in this morning for the concert. I was at the game last night in Anaheim. I go, God bless you. I go, that's a good wife. Yeah. And we're in the elevator and these guys are standing there looking at me. like Carrie Underwood. Yeah. You know? So we, we go up and, 
our floor it's like a six i mean it's like five or six floors that's it this wasn't this wasn't a marriott this is a nice hotel this was the <laughs> hotel in kanto oh wow. it? remember that you stayed there i didn't, didn't stay you? there but no okay, this was that. the nicest hotel in las cruces <laughs> they gave us a rate gimby dave gimby god bless you got us a rate there it was like 76 bucks a night for us wow you know and that's like you know pennies so we go up there and i she, i let her off first she's walking in front of me with her people and i'm walking behind her because that's where my room's at i'm not some freaking stalker i'm going to my room yeah so i turn my I put i get my key out in case these two big you know gorillas come henchmen. And, and, and these two big henchmen <laughs> come and want to like <laughs> fuck me up for following her i had my key on i'm walking and she's she's at her room and they're, they're letting her in and they walk they watch me walk by and i go right next door that's where they put me sorry i go looks like we're sharing a wall i go i'll try to be quiet <laughs> and she laughed and she went in i went in and there was nothing between us carrie underwood i was basically sleeping with her that <laughs> night the only thing between us was the wall this was a great story i don't oh, i don't think you've said this on i've the never podcast. I, you've not really oh, not not God. in this detail yeah. anyway there's the only because you know the beds this beds beds are you know like that the rooms right and so did you touch the wall on that there's like carrie like, there's only eight inches between her and i <laughs> i'm not touching that. i'm not touching that <laughs> on, uh, on a good day <laughs> So we should do this with, with whiskey yeah. more often. So anyway, <laughs> in the morning, you know, I get up and I go downstairs to get some coffee. We had a day game and I guess she had already checked out because there was like all kinds of like, Arkansas. like there were maids and look at this. Look at these. I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt. Look at these crazy. Yeah. This is awesome. People are losing their mind at this Arkansas baseball game. Right. No yeah. masks, no distancing. No, look no, at no, no, no. COVID was running. There's rampant children here. being made. I mean, yeah. this is, this is phenomenal. Right. Oh, but the, but thank goodness the third base umpire has a mask. Well, on. here's the here's the rule. Got it. If you're vaccinated, no mask. Yeah. If you're not, you got to wear a mask. Yeah. And for the umpires. Proof, for the umpires, and you have to have proof. There's twelve thousand people in the stands with no mask, yeah. but the umpire has one on. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Back to carry so on. Anyway, that next morning I go down and and um, you know there's there's all kinds of people in a room cleaning it up. They're probably looking for God only knows what. And I said, oh, so uh, Carrie's already checked out, huh? How do you know she? No, uh, we. No. They played stupid, you yeah. know, I, but I should, I walked her to her room for God's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's oh, my curious, that's me sleeping with, that's my sleeping with Carrie. Next story. to, next to, next to uh, yeah. Sharon a wall. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that hasn't made it on this podcast before. I got to ask. I have to know there, when you're that close, you just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you're a gentleman. Yeah, I am. Absolutely. <laughs> gentleman Barnes. I wanted to ask her, Hey, could you hear me snoring through the wall? But she was already gone. <laughs> You know, she's got quite a great husband in uh, mm -hmm. Mike Fisher, mm -hmm. the former mm -hmm. hockey player. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I got to ask, we didn't rehearse this or anything. Mm -hmm. I know it's two different um, types, we'll say, mm -hmm. but J-Lo in person, mm -hmm. Carrie Underwood in person. I mean, it's oh, 1A, 1B. I mean, um, how good are they looking in person? Uh, fantastic, bordering, spectacular. Uh, okay. Even after a long concert, she's probably tired and, you know, she's a little, you know, wants to get to bed um she and, still looked really good and they were both nice to you they which, were which well, is you, you blame them <laughs> you're, you're usually you want to be nice to mental patients i mean you know want to you don't want to like you know make them make them flip yeah that so, is crazy anyway yeah well and then you had the you had the uh the guts to i mean you're never one short of words but you actually you threw it out there right you without very disarming I, hey, hey i thought no, you were just, smooth though that's yeah, smooth absolutely well 
smooth as a gravy sandwich. <laughs> you know, that's me. <laughs> that is Bill Barnes. Yeah, we absolutely. love it. And then still, I mean, to this day, Jerry, Jerry uh, Davis and, oh and the way he, Jerry, the way pro. he, what a, what pro. a pro, the way he introduced and you to A-Rod and J-Lo. For those of you who've never heard the story, I'll repeat it. It's got to be quick. repeated. Okay. Uh, 2017 World Series game seven. The Astros beat the Dodgers. I mean, I go back to the hotel and hang out with the guys. And we're at the JW Marriott in, in uh, LA Live. And um, <clears throat> Jerry is there with his apricot colored sport coat on. <laughs> okay. And he's there. Danny Ayas, Danny Ayas, Sonia is with me. And then a couple other um, folks that <clears throat> were friends of Jerry. And we're sitting there, we're talking and we're drinking and having a great time. Jerry's got his back to kind of the wall. TMZ's there. TMZ, the, the, the uh, you know, all the, all the paparazzi's outside the hotel because A, they know J-Lo's coming. And B, um, er, uh, Justin, uh, up uh, the pitcher for the Astros. Verlander. Verlander's fiance at the time. The Kate model, Upton. Kate Upton's Kate there, Upton. right? Oof. Did you so, didn't see her, did you? I did. From, oh, my goodness. From a distance. Woo! And fair to look upon. There was there was no shortage of good looking women there. That wow, <laughs> you know. So anyway, um, so we're inside, we're drinking, and in comes a, here comes a Rod with, um, the guy that does the he's like he does I think he does football from Fox, and he's also the the MLB uh, guy that does the post game show. The blonde hair? No, dark haired guy. Chris Rhodes? No, uh, no, no. Anyway. He comes in and JLo's in tow with oh yeah, yeah. with A Rod, and they walk up. I go, hey Jerry, Jerry. I go, A Rod. He goes, he goes, A Rod, A Rod, and A Rod's not paying any attention, right? And he goes, hey, it's me, Jerry Davis. And A Rod, oh hey Jerry, great job. Your crew did a great job in the series, man. Good to see you. How are you? God bless you, man. You're great. <laughs> How long are you gonna work? You can work forever, man. You still got it. He's just basically doing everything, but you know. And you're, and you're sitting, and I'm just sitting there like, and I'm staring at JLo and she's just standing there. Right. And she's not really making eye contact with anybody. So Jerry is such a pro. I mean, God bless him, man. What a great man. He says, you know, Bill, don't you? He goes, Bill, how you doing? And, and, and A-Rod doesn't skip a beat and goes, yeah, Bill. And I stand up, I shake hands with him. I go, he goes, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. Good to see you. And I'm playing off. Like I might've, you know, yeah. known him somewhere. And he goes, yeah, man, good. Great seeing you. <laughs> And he starts to introduce J-Lo to me, right? And I go, she needs no introduction. I, my name's Bill. And she goes, nice to meet you, Bill. She was sweet, very nice, great. Wow. Yeah, I think that is it. And then he ushered her off. They went on there wherever yeah. they went. Some fancy and I, party. And I go, Jerry, man. I go, dude, you know how big league you are? That was awesome. That is some time. I go, that is that is big league, dude. I mean, you know Bill, on. don't you? That is. Oh, to, to Alex Rodriguez. The only thing that could have fucked that up is this: who the fuck's Bill? Yeah. <laughs> but he played along. Play the game. Yeah, he played along. Just play the and game. It was just like you would not. It was outstanding. Oh man! So yeah, yeah J Lo. So one A, one B. J Lo, Carrie Underwood. I know Carrie's probably smaller, right? Um. Yeah, but dead heat. Dead heat. Dead heat. Oh, that's a, dead that's heat. A, a good decision to have. Dead heat. Wow. Dead heat. If I had to pick one. I would go with uh, the one that wanted to pick me. <laughs> that's the best answer. Now we're talking. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Bill, do you know what Joe, Joe rails back? I do. Okay. He commented on Joe on our son, our uh, Facebook live. He's, Joe, you're the man. Hey man, great motor, best motor cop Riverside PD ever had. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. Well, he says, uh, Bill is slurring question mark. No, <laughs> well, it's because he's a motor cop and he still thinks he can make a DUI arrest. That's no. it. Joe, I'm not right. I'm not driving. Okay. Not driving right now, Joe, but thank you for tuning in to yeah, the, Joe. Uh, our, our Facebook, uh, the best motor cop in what? Rivers? He was a former Skyac official football. No way. Yes. yes. Wow. Uh, White hat back judge. Okay. He knows Tracy uh, and Vern, all those guys. Okay. Absolutely. In That's fact, awesome. yeah. Yeah. In fact, when I was, before I got into officiating, you know, when I was a young cop, I used to go work the football games and I see Joe work high school games and like in, in Riverside. That's outstanding. And then he moved to Foothill Citrus. See, the more and more we do yeah. uh, live shows, we'll say, uh, you know, I, I, I like the interaction. And if I am people. slurring Joe, who gives a shit? Yeah. Hey, you're not driving. He's, no. he, he's, he'll, uh, stay tuned for some more slurring, right. uh, Joe. But uh, no, thanks for tuning in. That's great, man. Uh, let me. We see. got to get his kid on the show, Ryan. Okay. What's his his kid is the PIO for Riverside PD. What's a PIO? Pre oh, Jesus I'm Christ. sorry. I'm, I'm a civilian, uh, Bill. Press information officer. Oh, I should have signed up for something like that with my, well, Preston, you got to be yeah. a, a cop, cop. Not really, but you know, some have civilians, but you know, Ryan's a cop and been there a long time. Oh, it's a sworn, position. it's a sworn position at, at our, at my old place. And Ryan is the PIO and he's he talks really good. He's smooth as a kind of like, you know, smooth. Kind of like really, you. Yeah. Well, okay. a lot, lot, I mean, you know, he gets, he gets a lot more attention than I do, but yeah. Yeah, he does a great okay. job. Yeah. Okay, crazy. crazy. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Good seeing Joe, you, man. Joe. Yeah, yeah. I hope you uh, get some feedback here. Okay, we did get a uh, a a text question from mm -hmm. a good friend, Nick Gonzalez, who was distributing the vaccine uh, a few months ago. Probably still is. It's part of his job. Yeah, we got a we got an influx on it. Yeah, There's absolutely. Not too many takers now for <laughs> some reason. Uh, Nick Gonzalez, he says, "Hey, Matt, did either of you see the video of the 17 year old girl here in California who showed?" who shoved a bear off the backyard wall to protect her dog. Yes, I did see that. And his question is, where do you draw the line to protect pets? I would have let the pets go. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not shoving a bear. No. Cause no. sometimes, you know, you eat the bear and sometimes the bear eats you and I'm not putting, no, that was, that was absolutely, um, you know, crazy. I would, I, I'd be in the house with the doors locked. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Fido or, Fido or whoever your dog is. Hey, it's been a good, we've had a good run. Yeah. Anything short of a human being. Yeah. I'm not going out there. And what if about, I do, I'm going with a gun. That's what I'm saying. What about a firearm? I would, I would, I would shoot it before I'd push it. I, I agree. Okay. I I'm mean, not, I'm not putting hands on it. No, no. And, and I have, uh, you know, played sports against guys bigger than me and gotten into fights with guys bigger than me and stuff, but a bear, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not running up and playing hand-to-hand -hand combat with a bear. They don't listen to reason. No, I can't imagine they, they do. Um, but say it was a pet that you loved dearly. Would you I go out there no, and shoot hell it? No, no, you, you would let well, it die. It depends. If I'm going to go out there, I, I'm going to be armed. Of course. And I'm not touching. I'm going to shoot for, and it would have to be a lot more aggressive than that one was at the time. Cause the dogs were instigating it. Dogs are out there barking. I know. And the, yeah. they're, they're not backing down at all. I'm no. like, this, this bear's going to claw you to death, dude. Right, right. Are you crazy? Right. So if the bear would have advanced a little more, I would have taken action, not physically, but with a, some type of weapon. Absolutely. That was crazy, man. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I hear you, Nick. Uh, thanks for, thanks for writing in. Great, great uh, observation. Yes. Yeah, seriously. Um, I saw that video. I was like, this can't be real. Uh, looks like. Arkansas advances to the Super Regionals with a win over Nebraska. Mm -hmm. So uh, our boys Kellen and uh, Steve are done. Congrats, guys! Come on home, boys! Come on home. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, you know, Bill. Any any baseball game you umpire, 
the last out, and sometimes there is no last out. It's a walk-off yeah. situation. But mm-hmm. that last play, when you just take that deep breath of like, it's it's over. Yeah, There's nothing like that, mm-hmm. right? And especially in post, you've worked the Division II regionals. I've worked Division II regionals. Mm-hmm. Um, the postseason, it has that extra intensity. How do you walk that fine line between, hey, just do what you always do versus – you know this game's bigger than normal. Your intensity is just a little more in depth. Your intensity and your your attention to to every you can't take a playoff. You can't take anything off. You got to focus on where the baseball is at all times, especially when the pitcher has the ball around the mound. You don't want to miss a balk. You don't want to miss any type of you know any type of little bullshit that'll get you in trouble. So you're just a little more intense. You and you, then you are being intense for three and a half hours like oh. that you're ready to completely unwind oh my. when it's done. Well, and the tough part of regionals, if they, there's one thing I'll say about it is um, the multiple games in one day, like working double headers. Now you work to play. You usually don't work two games or maybe you work third base after your plate job, but it wears I, on you mentally. Early, like 2010, nine, I worked the CCAA tournament in uh, Stop, beautiful Stockton. Ah, Lovely at the, at at UC at UC, at uh, Pacific, oh, the Klein at, Field. Oh, it wasn't it was, at no, Banner it wasn't Island. at the it wasn't at the stand. I worked three games in one day. Stop it! I worked third, second, and first. And if you don't think I was ready to collapse <laughs> after that was over, because one of the games went like extra innings, and then one of the game, Kevin uh, Pilar was playing for Dominguez, and he he. Um, extend he, he came up and fi- and was able to extend his streak that game. The next game is when he got shut down. He made a diving catch in center field. I was working second base. So it was the second game of the day. I went out on it, got the out. Um, Dan O'Brien was the coach of UC San Diego. He came out to argue. And Danny says, you know, you're, you made it, you, you had him, you had him out just because no, I, no, no, I got this all screwed up. Uh, Pilar extended his hitting streak with a, with a hit to center because the center fielder for San Diego came in and glove on top ball here and went boom. That tells me it's no catch. And there was some juggling. I got no catch. Yeah, you don't catch many balls with the, no, the glove up no. like this. So I saved it and he got it. You know, he got a hit and O'Brien went nuts. He goes, you're just, you just, you know, siding with him. Cause he's got a big hitting streak. I go, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I, go, I read I read the press I go, clippings. I came to the yard go, thinking, Danny, you know what? Go, Do you think I give a shit yeah. who he is or what he's doing? I go, I officiate at the moment. I go, come on. He goes, well, Bill, I just got to come out here and yell and scream a little bit. Huh, okay. I go, okay, well, great. I go, Say your piece. how fast do you run the 100? You know, I said something stupid and he laughed and ran away. <laughs> but, you know, anyway. So, yeah. So, yeah, three games in one day. Oh well, well, Bill, in the postseason, yeah, it's 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 crazy that way. But um, there was a time, and we probably told the story. But hey, we're drinking, having a good time. Let's tell it again. Um, back, I don't know, twenty eighteen, maybe we were working the San Diego Tony Gwynn tournament, and because of rain and everything, and there was a shortage of guys. Oh God, we worked three games in one day, and one of those being a game on the plate because in your in your story, you didn't work a plate, no. but. Working three games in one day with one being on the plate. You, my, my the middle game, I worked the plate. I means I worked first base and I had to go strap up. Yeah, and then the game's over. It was Tennessee and Irvine. Yeah, and good it was teams. A, it was 
Gillespie versus um, Serrano, Serrano, his whole team. And I got Gillespie yelling at me. I warned him. He goes, you don't have the authority. I go, the fuck I don't. You had uh, a protest in that game. I had a protest in that game. <laughs> and then I got, and then I got Serrano coming out between innings playing the, you know, Bill, uh, you're doing a great job, except that one pitch. Blah, and, blah, blah. You know, blah. you just can't let Mike get in your head. I go, shut up. I go, do you know anything about me? No. I go, I don't let anybody get in my head. Mm-hmm. I go, relax, man. I go, I appreciate your input, Dave, but I, I'm fine. Coaches are so funny that I way. Know. They think they think we care about what another coach says. I, I don't, don't, yeah. I don't care. So that finally ended. And then I got to go de-strap and then put my base shit back on again. And run around. And go work third base where I got to do the most running. Yeah, with no knees left. With nothing Oh, my God. With nothing. <laughs> you remember it was me, you, me and Bud Dunklin. We worked three games. We were at San Diego State. You were at USD. Yeah. We met at that hotel bar. Oh, the, yeah. We, that we, we just collapsed oh, and we yeah. couldn't move or like oh. it was no fun. We were just so and, glad you know, and Bud, Bud is, 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 you know, younger than I am. He's Bud's probably like, I'm 61. He's probably 57, 58 going on 78. <laughs> so, you know, Bud, I'm sure had a hell of a time. I want to get him on here so bad. I, I, I want to hear the stories of him working umpiring in the Dominican Republic and, mm-hmm. you know, going to college baseball where he started, you know, yeah. doing, he's very old school. Bud is very old. Bud never worked. He never worked. He had never umpired in his life until he went to umpire school. Interesting. And he strapped it on and he got a job and he went all the way to AAA. And he probably would have been in the big leagues. He works in big league games. Yeah, he works in big league games. Yeah. You think Craig Compton would come on here? He's got some big league experience. Oh, Craig would. Yeah. Make, yeah. Me, yeah. 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 Craig, make, we'll make a call to Craig. We'll get him on here. Copy. He's got, he's got a lovely. I mean, work. Craig is the funniest, one of the funniest men on the face. He's got the driest sense of humor. <laughs> I mean, Craig is great. One of your many, uh, uh, not roommates, uh, housemates. I let him stay for a while. Yeah, he was, yeah. you know, he needed to play. He needed to get out of the, 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 uh, Senate asylum that he was staying at in Orange County. He was, he was living with a couple of mental patients. He was there before me, man. And he, he yeah. had to come and stay. And I said, yeah, Craig, come on out, man. Come on we out. Got, we got it. We got a room for you. Hey brother. Yeah. And yeah. then I remember one of your first games in a college season opener was oh, Craig God. Compton and Bud Duckland, two yeah. big league guys, it was two big league guys. And I'm the crew chief. And then you, <laughs> I'm the fucking crew chief. I got two guys with big league experience and I'm the crew chief. What can you believe are it? we doing here? And I'm, I'm going, guys, hey, if you got it, I mean, come on. I'm just, that means I got to write, the, you know, the reports. That's all. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. God, that was great. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, yeah, the postseason, God. the stress of it all. And, and a lot of our guys, our friends over this weekend are like that final game, oh, just breathing a sigh of relief. And, you know, with replay, it changes quite a bit outside of your plate job. Mm-hmm. I mean. Most of it can get fixed, which is interesting. I, I saw your 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 boy uh, uh, Gabe got in a little trouble last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, the Yankees have been and are still out of control. They're little bitches. They they, they, they sure are bitches. Are. You I know mean, what? Nevin, uh, uh, Aaron Boone. Now you got the the batting coach. What was his name? He got run. Bill Miller got him from second. That place. was great. That was a great. crew chief move. And then you got Alex Rodriguez saying, well, I can't understand why Bill Miller would come in from second base. Or how he could hear it. Yeah. You know what? You know You're, what, A-Rod? Come on, A-Rod. A-Rod, manage your women, dude. <laughs> okay? Stick with one. All right? You had a great thing with, with J-Lo, and you fucked it up. Yeah. All right? So, so when she's barking at you from upstairs, you can't hear her? Alex, is that what you're saying? Yeah, right. You just tune her out? Right. No, no, no. I thought, you know, Gabe, um, uh, yeah, he uh, he kicked a pitch. Gonna, it was, it, he missed it, but, but for them but to say how egregious it was, it was, it was a tough pitch. It was a yeah. tough pitch. 
I'm sorry. It was a tough pitch. It wasn't a the he he just absolutely destroyed. The, how could he call that? I mean, I like Gabe. I've met him. I've I've had some some adult beverages with him. He's a great guy. Oh man, Lo- great guy. One of the best dudes. I ever. drive through his hometown all the time when Liverpool? I when I yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, I thought it was uh, Morgan Hill. Morgan Hill, Livermore. I thought. Oh, is it Liver- okay? I don't. I, I every time think. I drive through there, I think of him. So. My, look, my point is this. I don't want to get too much into the, the calls of, of uh, mm-hmm. what our brethren make and everything, right. but it's the behavior. The behavior, and it starts at the top with Mr. Uh, with Mr. Boone. Aaron, you know, he, he's out of control. Well, you he's know got what? no control. You know what? Joe Girardi was a great guy. He was a great catcher, never said shit. He becomes the manager of the Yankees, and all of a sudden now he's, he's, a, he's, he's uh, you know, a, a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Aaron Boone. Great guy, never bitched. Now he's the manager of the Yankees. You know, Joe Torre was the only guy that kept his you know head about him a little bit. Yeah. Joe was still pretty, you know, Joe was Joe when he was I, there. I can't stand broadcasters more and more every day. Um, and, and I have a few friends who do it, but um, uh, you know, I, I actually got to do it, uh, which was a lot of fun. I, you know what I would love to do, Bill, maybe you don't, you wouldn't like this. I think you and I doing a broadcast of a baseball game would be a lot of fun. I'd have to really, really, really tone down. <laughs> And be a nice guy, okay. But I'd love to. I mean, I mean, my be, my, be my color guy. It'd well, be yeah, fun. I would. I, and 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 my one of my favorite all time announcers for baseball, all time, Hawk Harrelson. Oh, you can put it on the board. Yeah, he hated Joe West. Now he loves. I him. know. And 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 uh, what are you doing, Wagner? <laughs> what are you doing, Wagner? Yeah. I mean, he. I mean, I love. No. I love no. Hawk Harrelson. Yeah, you know, oh, he was, loved him. He was great. He's out there, man. Yeah, I also like. Um, There's a lot of guys, man. I think you and I doing mm-hmm. a play. I would do play by play. You'd be the color guy, mm-hmm. and maybe even have a little whiskey to you. And I think we would have a great broadcast. Harry Carey used to drink in the booth. Have, how how the how the heck else could you do? Yeah, it? Right. You know, watch so, a baseball game right. sober. Are you out of your mind? Well, who's Whoa, this? Who we got here? Oh, this is NHL oh, Stanley Cup. Okay. Stanley Cup. That's a. Uh, you know what? Those hockey players, they date women like Carrie Underwood. They date and- Nor- Norwegian looking blondes. Okay. <laughs> they, 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 they like to date the Nordic chicks. I've never seen a hockey player with a brunette. No, they, Ever. they, they, uh, they, hockey players date blondes and ladies, you, you love, you guys love the hockey players and I don't blame you. I mean, those are some tough dudes. Yeah. Who, uh, I mean, they got false teeth. You don't have to worry about smelling a, a leaky molar. You know, they're, 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 they're solid. Oh man. That's yeah. great. <laughs> It's <laughs> a good show, Bill. We, we're bouncing around. We we still got whiskey left. We still got some ammunition here. Okay, well, let's so go. Let's keep what are going. We doing? What are we doing? Hey, Bill, if if you, this is random, but who do you think would be a good actor to play Ronald Reagan in a movie? Because mm. I actually know who's going to be the actor mm. who's going to portray him in a movie upcoming. Mm. Mm. He's thinking. He's thinking. Well... Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan biopic. I'm looking forward Jesus to this. Jesus Christ. That is, that's a great question. Um, when I tell you, you're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I give. Okay. Dennis Quaid. He's going to have to dye his hair. Yeah. Well, okay. He will. Dennis he will. He, yeah, you know, he, yeah. I saw him on an episode of Pawn Stars the other night. Did you really? Dennis Quaid goes in. And him and Rick go to dinner and he wants to buy some big time, like, like coins or something. And yeah. It's a uh, 2022 movie coming up called Reagan. Mm-hmm. And uh, look at that. Doesn't look like it's a little bit like Dutch. Yeah. 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 Sure. 
Oh, Ronnie, yeah, old Ronnie Dutch, Reagan, Dutch Reagan. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's cool. I'm curious, uh, the direction this movie goes mm-hmm. with, uh, I, would you say the, well, let's see, you got obviously Abraham Lincoln, but who mm-hmm. probably the best or most liked at least Republican president ever, or w- w- what do you think? Well, the parties were all different back then. Yeah. I mean, if, if John F. Kennedy was alive now, he'd be a Republican. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. We, let me ask you this. If someone was going to do the Matt Hershima story, who, what actor would play, would you want to play you? Oh man. Uh, and don't get stupid. Be realistic. No, no, no. It's gotta be. Uh, so you remember breaking bad? I do. Okay. And a few people. So this actually brings up a good point. Um, there's a few people that were like, man, you're like Hank. You're like Hank. You're the people co- thought I look like Hank. So it, I would say resemblance yeah. and stuff. So Todd Carson, we're talking, he's just do- watching the show right now and going through it. And he loves it. And he says, he says, Bar- he says, Hank reminds me of Bill Barnes. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. So as far as who would, don't say, come on, don't, don't do something stupid like, oh yeah, Corky or whatever. No, 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 no. Who no, would no. play me in a movie? Yeah. I, I guess I've never thought of it that way. Uh, okay. I'll tell you. Okay. Go. 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 Who would play me in a movie? Yeah. Yeah. Who would play you? Tell me. Hmm. I, I honestly don't know. Okay. You're going to, you're going to hammer me though here, aren't you? No, you're I'm not. not. You're not. No, I'm not. You're I'm being not, serious. No, I'm, I'm looking for, I, I know who would play me and I'm looking for his name right now. I know his face, but I'm looking for his name. So you know. a Matt Hersema lookalike. Uh, yeah. This would be a good question. We're going to get some comments here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully who would play Matt Hersema in a movie? We know what's funny is I saw some high school photos of myself, obviously. And we all change over the years. Uh, but I got no hair now. I got facial hair, uh, a little rounder, a little rounder indeed. Um, who would play me in a movie? Who would play you? Matt. Who that Matt Harisma guy? Yeah. I honestly don't know, man. I well, should know. Well, we need, I need an answer. An answer? I need an answer. Why? Why do you need an answer? Because I, 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 I need to know. Uh, uh, dude, I don't know any. Okay. While you think if, okay. And I'm talking about years ago during my, uh, police career when I was a cop and I had hair and I was, you know, a little more badass than I am now, you know, you can't, you know, I, at one point in time in my life, I was a heartbreaker and an ass kicker. Now I'm just a heartbreaker. Okay. <laughs> so I would say uh, there was an actor who played a cop in the movie, in the TV show Southland. For those of you, uh, Sean Hattesey would be my pick. Sean Hattesey. This guy right here. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. No, no, no. He's about my size. Yeah. He's got, he's an angry fuck like I am. You know, (laughs) he was angry. He was always out to kick ass and take names. So for those of you out there, Google Sean Hattesey. Tell me what you think. That's the, that's the guy I would want to play me. I think I'd go Michael. uh, Okay. I came up with one. Michael, Michael Chiklis, who I think was in. Yes. uh, Yeah. The, he was in, um, not the badge. What's it called? The shield shield. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the lead in that. Right. 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 Do you think? Eh. Maybe not so much. Maybe he's older. He's, he's way older. older. Yeah, but no. still, I would say Zach. What's his name? Galifianakis. Yeah. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> I need some air. I got the build. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zach Galifianakis. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. that that one hurts. But anyway, hey, what are friends for? What? Are, <laughs> that's what happens when we start uh, partaking in a, in well, a little you know, it's a, So, Bill, I want to say the first. I hope our our listeners out there when they see this at six o'clock in the morning on on uh, Wednesday, just dive right into the bottle. Dive in. Dive yeah. in. Why wait? Right. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Because it's not 
daytime yet. And, you know, you're not for day drinking. You got here in the uh, evening hours. We so. started drinking at six o'clock. Happy hour. Yeah. Happy, happy hour. Man. And uh, yeah, it's uh, not quite seven. I mean, yet. I got Joe Rails back commenting, commenting on <laughs> de- de- uh, decorum for Christ's sake. Let me, let me look if uh, anybody, I, I sent out a message that said, hey, anyone got any, any comments or questions? Uh, send them our way. But thank you to Nick Gonzalez for his question. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask you. Um, yeah, this is this is much better. I'm not the thing is I'm not home very often at night. I work at night, so right. So and you know I'm I'm usually not home either. I'm at somebody else's home. So this is <laughs> if, good. if all goes well, right? If, if all goes smoothly, yes. That's all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pill Barnes is slurring. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to ask you? Yeah. So Dennis Quaid, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be cool. Um, what did I? Okay, so we got to get to uh, your boy. The good doctor, the false doctor, the false prophet doctor. The Do we have uh, time in the show left. I oh, mean, we I got plenty we of time. I, I've been in a great mood since I got here, and now we got to talk about this fucking. Guy. Well, we have to. People don't like this positive Bill. You know, this guy has not had a. He's a doctor, Anthony Fauci. He has not had a stethoscope on since I was probably in middle school. Okay. If, I mean, like anything, if you don't walk the walk and do things and be a doctor and actually see patients then what good are you? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's flip-flop more than, um, you know, wearing flip-flops. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, he, first he said, mask will do you no good on. And then he said, wear a mask. And now he's God only knows what. No, wear two masks. Remember yeah, that one? Right. <clears throat> uh, and then remember the, the, I remember pointing this out to you because you didn't see it. I thought it was an absolute embarrassment. It was worse than his first pitch that he threw at the Nationals game. It was the fact that he was wearing a jersey that said 19 on the back yes. as far as COVID-19. What a, Absolutely what a, unacceptable. What a fuck. I think he's profiting from this. He absolutely is. Bill, and, I, and I'll tell you, I know you took the vaccine and everything. The more and more I'm thinking about this whole thing. Okay. I'm I, starting to get into more conspiracy theories. I, I'm second guessing myself in, 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 you know, I don't know. Who knows? I, I had a long talk on the phone yesterday with my friend Mia out in uh, in uh, out in the uh, Pasadena area, and I and I and we were talking. She she's anti-vaccine big time. She thinks it's all bullshit, and I'm beginning to you know, I'm beginning to agree that you know what what the, maybe this was a big hoax because and, you have to ask yourself why you did it, Bill. When when you know at, at, why I did it, I wanted because to, you heard you heard you heard on didn't yeah you? I was a team player. I wanted to like in this in this lockdown bullshit yeah and let's go you had good reasons i had good reasons yeah. and i had faith in my government that they're not filling me full of cream oh. ch- cream cheese and uh dog shit that was your first mistake in Bill. the uh in this in the in the serum they gave me and you know but like all this talk well covid's gonna keep going there's gonna be a new strain it's like how do we listen to these people when they've been lying <sighs> okay why isn't there the a new strain time? in florida or yeah, texas or right. tennessee or mm-hmm. arkansas mm-hmm. is the south in um they're is immune. The South not immune. Is are they immune? It's a big bubble. I mean, come. On. I'm beginning to think, man. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Well, Bill, but there's been six hundred thousand deaths. Yes, but the majority of those are people over the age of seventy five. Okay, okay. I just heard today, Alameda County, one of the most liberal fucking counties in California, are reducing their COVID deaths by twenty five percent. How are they doing that? Because they're saying that. A person came in with heart problems and they tested him for COVID. He was COVID positive, but asymptomatic and died of heart problems. In the back then, they said, we're gonna write this off to COVID and get the money from the government, right? 
to cover. <clears throat> now they're saying that it, it, when this thing broke, they're going, okay, let's write everything off on COVID. We'll readjust the numbers in a, in a, in a year or two and people won't be mad because they're, they're out, they're doing whatever they want to do. People will forget. Yeah. Okay. That is completely um, apparent to me now. Yeah. I, I think that I have no faith at all anymore. None in, in my government. I Good. have no faith in this bullshit that's going on. What did Reagan say? The worst uh, words you can say is I'm, uh, I'm here. here. I'm here from the government. I'm here to help. Yeah. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. I've seen government workers at their best and they are <laughs> crap. They're dog shit. Yeah. Okay. They get paid for not what they do, but just showing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen government lazy, efficient government people. And they, if they were in a real business, they would be fired and they would go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I just, I, I am starting as time has gone by now to really look back at everything. Mm-hmm. And I have some almost conspiracy theories of my own. I mean, I heard some good points about how people were saying, you know, it's more racist for people, you know, this racist crowd, okay. racist crowd. It's more racist. Hang on. It's more racist for you to say that this, that this, uh, virus just developed in in uh, a Chinese uh, in a bat that people were eating in a, in a wet market. That's more racist if you really think about it. Than uh, this may have been produced in a lab. Somewhere. It was in a lab. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. When it's all when it all comes out, it, it, okay, in a lab. Okay, you want to talk about reverse racism? The L.A. Teachers Union who haven't been who haven't worked in a year and a half. There's a sh- oh man, that's a rudderless ship. Their their new demand is that they want to um, the United States government to quit backing Israel and back the Palestinians. Oh, okay. Really? They're teachers. Your teachers. What does that have to do with you going Any to work? excuse they can to stay out of fucking work. That's pretty bad. I heard that tonight coming over here. Have you heard, um, have you heard um, uh, the, the nation of Israel going around saying that uh, Palestinians should cease to exist? Have you heard any of that? Oh, my bad. I flipped that around, didn't I? Uh, it's, it's, it's the Arab country saying that Israel has no right to exist. Who did Israel? I mean, Israel's the size of this room. Yeah. And they got the most powerful army there's, in the world. There's one, there's one <clears throat> non, uh, what, Arab state in that, in that, in that, uh, uh, Region. Region. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, no, they, 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 they have no right to exist, according to uh, a, a lot of the left in this country. And of course, all those, uh, a, a lot of the Arab countries over there. So right. uh, you know that there's, there's Arab citizens in Israel who mm-hmm. are treated just fine. They are not being exterminated by any means. I right. mean, it, it, this whole, anyway. This is going to be the first ever podcast podcast. Uh, thing here and it's probably going to go national right now when i do this keep the visitor keep the viewers happy i have to pee okay no worries hey hey i'll hey i'll probably i'll probably ride behind you in a second hey it is absolutely because we're not we're not shutting down we are not shutting down absolutely not i talked for an hour and a half this morning yes earlier today i ran a hour and a half show as i often do by myself and you know, when I start my Monday shows, I'm often thinking, how am I going to talk by myself for an hour? Or in this or in the case of a couple of uh, uh, recent Monday shows, an hour and a half. And uh, you just start rambling. You make sure you have coffee with you, have some water, and you're good to go. So 
that's that's life in the big city. Uh, but anyway, uh, Bill Barnes has stepped outside the room here to uh, a short bathroom break. We still have plenty of whiskey here, a lot of ice, and uh, plenty of other topics. So I'm going to follow in his footsteps. Excuse me. I'm going to step out in a second. I'm curious when I re-listen to this what he has to say <laughs> while I'm gone as far as running a show by himself because he never does it. I think he'll be just fine. But uh, I, I really appreciate everyone who tunes in to the Get Home Safe podcast, especially the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. It just continues to be a lot of fun to do, a great blessing. I really enjoy this and just enjoy doing this with Bill every single week. I think I'm going to follow. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Oh, no. I got it. I got it. Now, gotta I'm going to put you on the spot. Holy yeah. Shit. I've never done, I've I, never done I know. That's what I just told everybody. I go, Bill, hey, oh, I did, you know what? I, I talked an hour and a half by myself this morning on, on the Monday episode. Now, you're going to have I'm gonna, about a minute and a half. Can you deal with that? It takes you that long. <laughs> you see how, how I expedited the whole thing. A hundred seconds. A hundred seconds. That's all, all right. I ask. Plus, I got to get us more ice. Oh God, that's no, I won't. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put an order in. How's that? Okay, great folks. Um, <laughs> there you go. The Bill Barnes show, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ here. I'm, I'm, I feel like Ed McMahon sitting yeah. in Johnny's, uh, Johnny's, uh, desk here. So folks, listen, if you haven't, uh, tuned in to our show and this is your first time, you need to become a regular listener. You need to hit the like button on YouTube and say, I like, and join us and come back every week. We try to be as entertaining as we can. Sometimes, you know, we, we, we try to tackle serious things and sometimes it just turns out that, you know, we shit the bed, but most of the time we try to keep it light, entertaining. We like to make people laugh. Um, we like to give, 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 never take. And, um, you know, we've got the American flag behind us. I feel like I'm, you know, in Wally George's old studios, channel 56, KDOC, Orange County, um, and he likes to, you know, go on rants and go crazy. <clears throat> I don't feel like going on a rant tonight because I've, you know, um, had some, uh, beverages and it's really, really good. And it mellows me out. I've had a long day today. I had a shitty weekend. I mean, um, a dog shit weekend of, of, uh, mass proportion. If any of you care to know really what happened, you can text me, email me. I'll be glad to share, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it was a little, it was rough. Nobody got hurt. Nobody went to the hospital. Nobody lost an eye, but it was just a, a, a rough weekend. Um, <clears throat> so with that in mind, um, how about those Dodgers? They're, they got, they got beat, I believe two out of three by the Braves over the weekend. And now this is Wednesday. You're thinking, Bill, it's old news, but this, we're, we're actually, uh, taping here on monday it's an off day for them so they can't lose tonight unless the plane crashes and we don't want that speaking of planes uh our, our vice president uh, kamala harris's plane was in trouble yesterday and i know there was probably people praying that that thing would auger in but it didn't she lived to see another day she's in guatemala now and her whole mission down there is to try to make that country better so people will stay there okay that is an impossible chore um, so again, it's just a big facade. It's just a big, like bunch of bullshit. And she is over her head. It will come out very soon that she's just, I mean, it, it's a joke. And then Joe uncle crazy uncle Joe is going to go to the, uh, 
to the uh, he's going to go talk to uh, Putin later in the week mm. over at the uh, what is it called? The something the Big Seven Conference or something? What's it called? The um, I don't know. A bunch of world leaders are going to be in some place, and um, they're going to chat and talk and you know try to make make the whole place better. But you know the world can be a lot better without you know a lot of those folks. <laughs> So maybe <laughs> well, I don't know what I missed, but uh, I was I was going on about how they need to if they're watching this for the first time, hit like. Oh, yeah, hit, you can always yeah. kill time doing that. Well, I did the I'm, best I could. No. I, I was just, you know, how was it? How was it in the driver's seat? I was yet. Yeah, well, I like I said, I was yakking like, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a rabid dog trying to get some food here. So can I take a break now? Maybe you can take over. I'm and get back. a goddamn drink. Why don't you pour pour thank a drink, Bill? You, I mean, you know, they're they're free here. They're free here. You just, you know, I get to do. Look at that. Three minutes and you're just, you have no idea what it's like. Spend. I need the eye. I need to put my face in the ice bucket. <laughs> we got, uh, yeah, we got playoff hockey. We got some more college baseball upcoming here. I mean, who's playing next? We got Irvine and Stanford. Our good boy, uh, our good friend, uh, Ben Orloff. Let's hope for Benny. Let's hope for Benny. <clears throat> we said this in the pre show. Bill, is there a, is there a, a classier gentleman in college baseball than Ben Orloff, the UC Irvine head coach. <clears throat> ben Orloff is right there. Um, Tim Corbin from Vanderbilt. Oh yeah. I've heard one great of things. the nicest, nicest gentlemen in the world. Yeah. I worked, I worked them down in San Diego one weekend. He didn't know me from Adam. He came up, shook his, shook my hand, told me it was a pleasure to meet me. He goes, where are you from, Bill? Where do you call home? I told him and he goes, Oh man. He goes, what's your background? I haven't had you before. Cause you're not in, the, in my conference. He goes, I always like coming out and uh, meeting new people. And he was like, man, this guy, is this guy selling shoes or is he a baseball coach? You know, I mean, wow. And I told him what I did for, you know, do for a living. And, you know, he was very, he was absolute gentleman. Wow. Nicest, one of the nicest men in the world. Well, they advanced uh, last night after an 11th inning grand slam to uh, take down Georgia tech. So uh, yeah, he's got quite a program over there. Yeah. Nice, nice man. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know what guys like that, when you kick a call, and you know it hurt him. You feel bad. You feel bad. You don't sleep great no, at night. You don't. You feel bad because you know what? He's a good guy. He's got a good program. He deserves better. Mm-hmm. And you almost want to call and apologize. You know, but can't always do that. No. no. And and but but that's a good point. Like as umpires or even former umpires, like we are, you don't root for guys. No. You don't cheer no. for teams. But but you do kind of watch with a different interest of a guy and when a guy does you know uh, achieve something or, or they went you're kind of like you know what good for him that's the outlook right i mean you because uh we're not fans of teams no. or anything but it is nice to see good people yep. good people succeed anywhere mm-hmm. so uh yeah we, we got just starting now is the stanford okay who, who are game who seven? are uh brethren working this game super regionals uh, actually, I know one of the guys on the crew. Uh, let's see. Is, it, is, it, is Costello on that crew? Is it Perry? I thought he was at Arizona. Yes, he's at Arizona. He's at Arizona, right. right? Okay. So who's at Stanford? Who is at Stanford? Sorry, folks. We're taking, we're just, you know, a little, you know, personal Dude, this shit is here. the thing, the thing with, with, uh, having a few daiquiris here, Bill, is we can, we can just kind of fly by the seat of our pants. Okay. We got Mark Winners, Mark Wagers, mm-hmm. Brian DeBrower, and Ryan Broussard. Don't know any of them. I know Brian DeBrower, okay. great guy. Uh-huh. Brian was actually the first umpire in history to work home plate with TrackMan. He was mm. he worked mm. the Atlantic League when mm. they were trying mm. that out, and 
He said it was the weirdest so thing. He didn't, have to, he didn't have to call a pitch all night. No, he said it was the weirdest thing in the world. You, you, you umpire like normal, but you just listen and there's a delay and you see the pitch and then whatever it says is what you signal. See, I would get lulled into a false sense of like waiting for to hear shit. Yeah. And, if, and then some guy has a check swing. Take, you don't know if it's off his hands or yeah. the bat. And you're like, that's the problem. Oh, they're not telling me that. And you got then you got to react. Yeah, of That's course. That's the problem that I would have. Because non-umpires make these decisions. They're like, well, the, the umpire can just sit there and wait for a check swing. It's like, it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. That brings me to a question that I, it was driving me crazy all weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, check swings. People, fans, broadcasters, whoever will, will listen to this thing. I don't know where this started. I don't know where this has, has uh, evolved from. Check swings are the plate umpire's call. Right or wrong, they're his call. Mm-hmm. It's not the base umpire's call. Yes, you can get a second opinion if a plate umpire rules it a not ball. If you talk to Ken Allen, continue, then I'll, uh, then I'll correct uh, you. Ken Allen, he's been on the show. I love him, but that is not the we procedure. Almost, we almost threw food at each other at breakfast one day. I argued him about this, but okay. It is the plate umpire's call. Yes, it's tough to see. It's tough to see the pitch. It's tough to see the hands, the bat, all that stuff, but it is the plate umpire's call. You get a second opinion from a base guy if you call it a no swing. Look at dozens of people at Stanford. Does, just, doesn't, isn't that identical to what we just saw at Arkansas? I've had more people. I've had, <laughs> I've had more I've had more people at a at a uh at a, at a travel ball game. Yeah. What That's an embarrassment. Pathetic. West Coast baseball. Bill and I have worked it a ton. West Coast baseball is a joke. There's no support. Uh, this is embarrassing. Stanford, there's like 600 this people. This is a final game. A fi- the winner goes to the Super Regional, and there's probably a handful of people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. This is pathetic. Yeah. We just saw Arkansas with about 12,000 people in the stands, uh, shoulder to shoulder, uh, throwing beer in the the air and making babies in the stands. I guarantee Uh, you, if this was at Irvine, if Irvine somehow... Irvine would have more people than that. Orange County. Orange County, baby. Look at this. Oh, you better spread people out. Spread them out. Spread them out, Stanford. Not a good start for Irvine. Uh, pitch base, uh, base hit. Okay. So anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about. Uh, People are going to know who won this game Wednesday morning. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. So, Unless he goes extras and they're still playing. Yeah. So, no, so yeah, I, I think the, the, okay, the check swing is the plate umpire's call. Yes. If he calls it a strike, it's a strike forever. And the base umpires, if he calls it a ball, you get a second opinion. It's not the base umpire's call. That's not the protocol. You may want it to be, but that's not how things work. And I heard, uh, you know, Ron, Ron Darling, is that his name? He is an umpire hater big time. I, I, I don't like him at all. Uh, like, I like him because he dated Madonna. <laughs> he's got to have something. Going that's on. your criteria okay. for being a good I like guy. Ron Darling. I think he's a, I think I like Ron Darling. Okay. I don't, you know what, whatever. I like him because he dated Madonna. And he had to have something going for himself. He was in the movie Shallow Hal. Okay. <laughs> Dennis Rodman dated Madonna. Well, <laughs> it's like, come on. Okay. I like Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Not because he dated Madonna. It's because he liked, you know, he'd be a fun guy to go, go party with. One night with Dennis Rodman would be, you'd probably pass out. You'd, you'd be done. You know, I can usually roll pretty heavy, but he would probably do me in. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Well, uh, so the so the check swing. I just hear this every weekend with, with broadcasters, and it's like they got to check with the base umpire. We hear it all the time with coaches. It's like it's not their call; it's my call. Now, if you call it a no swing, 
you can check with the base guy. He then gives a sink. That is the procedure. Yes. All right. And if you argue a check swing by rule, it is arguing balls and strikes. You can say it's not arguing pitches, but it is. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to educate our 11 listeners out there who, who may be I think interested. our 11 listeners, if they've listened, listened to, uh, listened to us enough, know that, you know, what we say is pretty much about baseball and umpiring is pretty much gospel. It's yeah. Yeah. Educate yourself, people. Right. Don't just don't just take uh, what you hear and see in a baseball game uh, from some guy with a microphone, unless it's us, uh, to be Bill, – Bill, this brings up a point. Why are there not more umpires, ex-umpires, who become broadcasters? Not a good start for the Annie. Oh, two-run bomb for Stanford. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. So we, uh, you know what? Ron Luciano was back in the day. Before he was so? born. Ron Luciano – uh, retired as an umpire in 79 or 80 or 81 and became a, he became an, he became a broadcaster mm -hmm. for like a couple of years. And then he went in his garage and being up in New York and killed himself. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. He couldn't step away from he the, did the, the uh, he did the old uh, carbon monoxide thing. Uh, yeah. I guess that's a peaceful way to go. If you got to go. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I, I'm encouraging I, anybody, I, I but I, I'm not, I'm not going to, experiment with it either. no 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 but anyway yeah so ronnie uh he did a good job he was good it's a great umpire name too ronnie um he was the guy nobody liked because he was flamboyant he used to like call strikes with his left hand he worked he he used a balloon and he'd call strikes with his left hand so and, and him and earl weaver used to go at it all the time all the time oh boy yeah so anyway I look up ron luciano um, uh, broadcast because mm -hmm. like uh there's a guy in ufc big john uh he was a former referee he's a broadcaster at least he was a former lapd cop was I, he really? I worked with him in long beach during the riots no way uh big john um god damn it I, I can't figure out the last name right now myself john, too many whiskeys yeah. uh, he and he was our, our our like little leader guy that give us briefings every morning big john um mccarthy, McCarthy. yes McCarthy. john mccarthy great guy really how great big guy. is he how big is he in person well, this was 1992. He was lean and mean because he was working. His real job at that time was working at the academy. But he seems really tall. He's tall. He's about six three, six four. Okay, okay. And but built, man. Yeah, and and he he was he was a no bullshit guy. Mm -hmm. And John, Big John, yeah, yeah. And he was great. I've seen him broadcast. I'm like, yeah, he makes some great points. Mm -hmm. What the referees are looking at right. and things. I mean, I, I think that would be beneficial. Like mm -hmm. we always go after former coaches and players, but why? So there's it's, never it's, any umpires or officials. So it's the podcast guy and John. Are they the? Are they a team? Joe Rogan and uh, John. Oh, um, no, he does like. Um, it's even not UFC. It's uh, whatever that other, other MMA is. Okay. But uh, yeah, he's right. like uh, one of the top guys in that. So uh, yeah, yeah, big, hey, big former, John, former former LAPD. I didn't realize he was oh, local yeah. and, oh, yeah. and LAPD. Yeah. yeah, he worked at the academy for a long time. If you can work LAPD, you could probably officiate a UFC fight. I'll right? tell you what. Um, <laughs> You know, you're, you're baptism by fire when you work there. No doubt. Yeah. Bill, what is the situation you went in where you were completely physically overmatched in oh, a confrontation, oh, but Jesus you, but Christ. you had, you couldn't back down. Oh, God. You had to, you had to find a way. Artie boy Martinez, 1989 at uh, ninth and park on a Saturday morning. I get a call of a, Subject bothering, might be high, might be under the influence, blah, blah, blah. I get there and I recognize this guy, Artie Boy, Artie Boy Martinez. He's dead now. 
and he is he is spun right i go oh shit so i get out these paramedics are already there trying to talk to him and all they're doing is pissing him off you, right. They didn't send any uh, counselors, uh, counselor, whatever. That was back when it was mono e mono. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I get out and I go, Artie, what's up, man? He goes, fuck you, Barnes. Just like that. So he knew you. He knew me. I said, fuck me. Fuck you. I go, what is wrong with you, man? I go, are we going to, how are we going to do this? And he goes, we're going to do it really, really. Uh, he said something like, we're going to do it. Fucking. He said the, the mech, the Spanish word for ugly or something. And so it was on. So I grabbed him. We go to the ground, we're wrestling around and I look at these two big paramedics and now the fire truck gets there and there's four guys on a, on a rig, right? They're firemen. All they do is work out all day, play badminton and screw each other's wives. Okay. <laughs> They're there. And, and I'm going, Hey guys, anytime now. And we're rolling around oh, and the guy and the captain goes, do you need assistance? I go, yeah. As I'm rolling with the guy, I'm trying to hold him down. And he goes, yeah, the officer at ninth and park says he needs assistance. And I'm going, you motherfuckers, right? So wow. somehow they put they put it out. Chris Griner, bless his heart. He lives in Colorado now. Great guy. George Lafere, a kid I trained who was, who was, you know, bad to the bone. They both get there and we take Artie Boy. Oh, Artie got away from me. I chased him and he tried to launch himself into a plate glass window, bounced off, hit me. We go to the ground oh. and I start, you know, just... I don't mean to get carried away, but I started taking appropriate baton strikes <laughs> about his body. Appropriate baton okay. strikes. And <laughs> so finally he's, he's starting to submit and I go, I'm not taking a give up motherfucker. <laughs> no, no. And so as soon as I hear the sirens and as soon as I see the first car, I jump on his back and we were allowed to use a carotid. Then I put a choke on him. We go to the ground and I freaking damn near shadow my, shatter my elbow. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still looking at these firemen like, Anytime now, guys. And they're, you know, dancing around looking for a barbecue or looking for a, a lawn to mow or something with ah. their second job. And I go, America's heroes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so George and, and Chris jump in and we throw him into these bushes and he comes out not real well when this is over. <clears throat> so he, I, I he get made him that in, decision. I get him into custody. We, I have to take him to the hospital for an okay to book. And he's, Mr. Barnes, you beat me like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> and, but, at, you know, cause I was like, you know, fuck. He tried to get, he tried, was, I felt him tugging at my gun. Oh yeah. No, no, and no, I no. said, you know, you know what? You want to punch me? Fine. You want to take my, my, my sidearm. Now I have a problem. Mm -hmm. So, and all of a sudden I had four firemen and two paramedics, big strapping kids standing there. Not right? diving in. So wow. when I got up, when it was all said and done, I went off on this one paramedic guy who was stroking him up. And he was the he was the the nexus into getting this guy pissed off. And I said, you know what? You're a goddamn pussy. Yeah. I said, you know, you stroke him up, I get on the ground with him. I'm asking for some assistance, and you stand there like a fucking little bitch. And I was pissed, mm -hmm. right? He goes, You can't talk to me that way. You know, and he got all mad and he called my sergeant and Luckily, I had a really good sergeant who kind of sided with me and said, why didn't you, you know, there's, you know, there's a, there's a uh, law called uh, failure to comply in a posse comitatus, which means if a <laughs> policeman asks you to, to, to intercede and you fail to do so, you can be charged. What is that called? I got to write that. Failure to, to comply in a posse comitatus. Posse, P-O-S-S-I. 
I don't know. P O S S E, Kamita. I don't know. Whatever. Kamita. Common spelling. And so he, when he heard that, he goes, oh, 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 he goes, okay, well, chill out then. And then he came to the hospital when I had the guy and he goes, hey, what happened with you and the paramedic? I go, I called him everything but a white man. Even though he's white, I, 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 I was pissed, dude. I go, Andy, I'm sorry, man. I go, I was pissed. I'm on the ground rolling around with this son of a bitch. And he's just standing there. Yeah. He goes, why didn't you get up and beat him too? Man? Jump in, man. Yeah. There was a there was a situation I think in New York. No, I mean, this is 1989. This is back when you know men ruled the earth, <laughs> when cops were cops, and we weren't like defunded or second guessed, and we took care of business. Yeah, absolutely. So okay, anyway. posse posse comitatus. This yes. uh, is an act in the United States federal law signed June 18th, 1878. Thank you very much, my president Ruth Rutherford B Hayes, yes, which sir. limits the powers of the federal government in the use of federal military personal personnel to conduct domestic policies within the United States. And no, something like that. Posse comitatus meant that a, I am a cop. I'm ordering you to help me. And if they refuse, they can be, they can be arrested. Okay. And we had a guy, Leon Strigati, great guy. He was a, he, he was a shit storm himself. Here it is. Here it is. In common law is a group of people mobilized by the conservator of peace typically a sheriff to suppress lawlessness thank or you. defend the country thank you the well, posse comitatus originated in ninth century blah 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 okay, okay. there yeah that might be our title bill well, anyway. it might be our title anyway <laughs> not how i would have anyway the guy didn't they get the guy didn't want to know part of it the paramedic uh, of course and he's used to putting tubes and yeah, he doesn't want to know. he was used to putting a freaking you know catheter in somebody <laughs> so anyway <laughs> that's great so anyway yeah. Uh Bill and Artie Artie Boy Artie Boy lived to see another day for a while and then I think he was killed in a uh overdose or a dry I don't know what it was. How did that work? He was just a, a common was he a criminal or a homeless dude? What oh, was the deal? No, he he was usually in the in the our lands area of Riverside and where I was working was the east side and he was a he was a fish out of water over there. And I don't know, he maybe he went over there to score some dope and he got a bad batch and he was like, but it was just this goofy. common relationship. Hey, you and me, we yeah, avoid I knew each Artie. other. I, yeah. We, I knew Artie from my days out in the other end of town and, and he goes, fuck you Barnes, you know, blah, blah, blah. I go, fuck me, fuck you. You know? <laughs> and it was on after that. Mm. Cause I thought these guys, I thought these six men, you know, that, that, that have axes and, and, and picks and water hoses on their rig would jump in something. Boy, was I, Come on, firemen! Yeah, I go step in. You know. Anyway, help no, out. That was a, that was a bad situation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that could have turned ugly. What? Um, I you told me the other night you were like, yeah, I was at home and I heard this big scream from uh, sounded like towards a stadium, and I said, yeah, Bill yes. is a walk off grand slam, man. Yeah, walk off grand slam, right. and uh, at the ranch of Cucamonga yep. Quakes, good there, uh, good there playing mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And I sent you a few uh, of the clips or whatever. Yep. Our yep. good friend Chris Alba's over there. I'm going to go to the game. I'm going to go to a game one night. I'm, I'm, I may just just walk. to do it, right? Just to go down there and get some air. Plus, uh, just the opportunity to yeah. be like, hey, this is free America. Right. We can yeah. go to baseball I'm gonna games. Go, I'm going to go down and look up at Chris and wave and say, hey, man, how you doing? And, I, I'm getting him back on the show here real soon. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a work in progress. But Bill, we're having uh, we're having some some great drinks here. This mm-hmm. is good. Yep. Uh, but speaking of drinks, uh, man. How much longer are we going to go? I we'll wanna, go five wanna, minutes. Five I'm gonna minutes. Start just, I want to start just. I want you away. going. Come on. Let's finish this bottle. Oh, I want you to go. Uh, no. Uh, speaking of finishing bottles, F. Lee Bailey passed away. You know, the. Uh, Sorry, Flea. <laughs> hey, man. I'll see you on the other side. One of the. 
<laughs> one of the guys in the the OJ Dream Team uh, mm-hmm. lawyers, yep. uh, five guys. Probably, if you really think about it, I don't want to go into details or the words he used, but probably the most significant act by a lawyer in that trial back in the day theatrical theatrical move on his part correct mark Furman had to say yes i've used the n-word before yeah. didn't name me a cop who's white who hasn't mm-hmm. okay he, he, he could have uh, easily easily diffused that my and point mark, is mark chose to go and lie and it bit him in the ass. my point is Lee bailey knew he had him cornered he knew what to do yep. he knew exactly yep. Mm-hmm. how to play that situation. Right, right. And that was a huge, that whole little exchange was huge as far as the jury, the verdict, everything. Right. Yep. So Effley Bailey, who uh, has had a whiskey or two in his life, uh, passed away recently. And uh, he was 87, 84. Yeah. You remember in the, uh, in the OJ, the reenactment mm-hmm. on FX. I was actually alive for the trial. Unlike you. I, I know. No, I was alive. Come you on. You didn't meet. watch it. No. What are you? Well, 10, I, what do you have? Nine years of course, old? Dude, I was pissed off every morning. They had, they had that on instead of cartoons. Oh. It was the worst summer of my life. I was yeah. like, what are you? Who's this OJ guy? Yeah. Uh, but no, F. Lee Bay. Remember when the, on the FX series, when they go down to North Carolina to get mm-hmm. some tapes or whatever. And F. Lee Bailey tells, uh, tells, uh, uh, Johnny Cochran, he's like, hey, things things go different down here in the South. And he's like, Effley Bailey, the guy who played him was great. He's like, hey, the great Carolina son yeah. and blah, blah, blah. He's just like. <laughs> he, was, he was smooth. Yeah, he, when he's smooth when he wanted to be. So a member of the Dream Team. And as you mentioned in our Facebook show, most of those guys have uh, have moved on from they're this dreaming, They're dreaming for another team now. <laughs> you know, Effley uh, Bailey, uh, uh, Johnny Cochran, Bob uh, Kardashian. He's probably rolling over in his grave several times the way his daughters have turned out. Oh man, you got that right. Just wild. Um, yeah. So those three are done. I would have uh, never thought that his lawyer team would the majority of his lawyer team would have died before OJ did. OJ, OJ's like OJ's like a cockroach. He'll live forever. <laughs> the only thing that's gonna kill him is not even a not even a, a, a atomic bomb. Oh you man. know, OJ's gonna be around forever. He's playing golf in Vegas. He's uh, going to a little wine bar every night with his entourage. He's living the life. Wow. And, and, Must and be nice. women that are living on the edge want to be around him and be with him. That's disgusting, man. That is so wrong. I, I don't understand that. I remember in the, in the, in the late nineties, it was, I'll tell you way. what, I, I'm not, I'm not chomping at the bit to date Casey Anthony. <laughs> no, that's probably a good idea. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Bill, let's wrap it up. We got, more whiskey to drink. We got a nice dinner being prepared for us downstairs. Oh, really? v- v- more VIP treatment to Holy you. Shit. Did you bring a, what'd you bring a cook in? <laughs> I know, I know a person or two. Okay, good. Bill gets out of his Mercedes. He comes upstairs. He's got whiskey waiting for him. All he's got to do is sit down and start talking to the mic. He gets treated like a king here. I was carried up here by minions. <laughs> okay. And placed in the chair. And the only thing I had to do myself was go pee. Yeah. And then I put it, I said, Bill, run the show for three minutes. And he started freaking out. Well, no, I, I was able to pull something out of my ass and just start talking. (laughs) You know what? This was fun. Yeah, this was fun. Um, We really didn't get into a whole lot of, you know, real dynamic subjects. It's like two guys sitting in a bar drinking and having a good time. That's it. You know, we shared with our audience and uh, anyway, um, you know, sometimes you got to take a break. Sometimes you just got to let the bullshit go. And just let it go because there's nothing you can do about it. That's it. Yeah. So just have a good time and share with our friends. And hopefully, um, you know, next week we'll 
probably do a morning show and, you know, we'll have to be drinking coffee instead of Jack and, you know, we'll get back to, you know, bad mouth and all of our, but I like, people. I like giving the people a taste, like yeah. giving them a little taste right. of us letting yeah. loose a little bit. Yeah. I mean, and, the beauty of this is as Irvine makes another error. Gee, come on. Eaters uh, brutal. Yeah. E stands um, for eaters, not airs. So, you know, it, that, this is what it's like to hang out and, yeah. and have uh, go do some cocktailing. We'll do a, maybe a late Tuesday night sometime when uh, I get off of work and, and we'll, uh, we'll do a show like that. Cause this has been a blast. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. And we got a few more beverages to consume here, but mm-hmm. uh, you're a man of the people, Bill Barnes. We've done it again. We didn't cover a whole lot of content, we just, but we just went, we just ran but, it on. But that's part of the about, fun, man. You know, people just want to turn it, tune in and be entertained. I am your ass clown. I'm here to entertain you. <laughs> With that, I bid you a solid good morning, evening, night, whatever. Whenever you're watching this, I bid you a good day. Absolutely. Bill Barnes, another episode of the Weekly Wednesday Wan. We fooled him again, Bill. Until next week. Touche. Indeed. Have a good one, everybody. Whether you're out on the town or around at third base, get, get home, home safe. safe. With, an, with an Uber, by the way, <laughs> or a Lyft or whatever you yeah. know. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Home Safe podcast. We greatly appreciate the support. We know we have a lot of loyal listeners out there, but we always want to keep people informed of the many ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. We have various social media platforms. Our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. There's plenty of ways and options to listen to the get home safe podcast anchor helps distribute our podcast to places like apple spotify google and many more we also have a youtube channel that is brand new for us not a whole lot of content on there yet but we're going to try to put out more and more video episodes in going forward as well as short clips here and there regarding uh, big events that happen uh, over the course of time so lots of options out there guys we'd love to hear from you send us an email offer uh, some suggestions or content the topics or uh, just ask us some random questions we always appreciate that i know bill barnes does especially on wednesdays so uh, looking forward to continue to bring you great episodes here on the get home safe podcast on mondays wednesdays and fridays guys have a great rest of the week and as always no matter what you're doing whether you're out on the town or around in third base get home safe